Hi, and welcome to Shattering BS Beliefs. I'm your host, Amy Turner, the No BS Sweetheart. And in this show, what we're going to do is we are going to shatter those BS beliefs that were never yours. Did you know that babies are born with only two fears? The fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. So any of these BS beliefs that you have about yourself were completely created by you and you can uncreate them. So let's do it. Oh, and if you're lucky, sometimes I have a special co-host and he can be found in the background scratching, sniffing, whining, and if you're lucky, even barking. So see if you can hear him. Stay tuned. Hello. So as I shared on the last episode, I've been really sick. So I wanted to give you guys this training I did about a year ago, and this is part two of the training. Now, this came from a Facebook Live, so you might hear me say a lot of Facebook Live and a lot of watching. You will also hear me saying a lot of tomorrow is when the next episode will be out, but for this podcast, it'll be out next week. My Facebook group is still open, so if you want to join and post your money letters or your relationship letters, then you absolutely can. And I hope you get a lot from this, and I will be back in two weeks with a huge training on the victim triangle. Enjoy! Hi everyone! Welcome, welcome! I am so excited to do this part two with you uh, with my live series of crushing your BS limiting beliefs. Let's get into it. So first, I just want to say yesterday's Facebook Live was incredible. The engagement and what you guys brought to the table yesterday was incredible. So those of you who watched my video yesterday where we looked at our limiting beliefs around money, and I gave you guys an assignment to do and to post it in the Facebook group, No More BS Beliefs. And you guys stepped up. Oh my gosh. I came up with that idea yesterday as I was doing my Facebook Live. I was like, oh, you know what? Everyone should post their letters in there. Shamika, just as soon as this Facebook Live was over, she posted in the group her letter and just took off and got so many insights and felt freedom around money. And then Ryan jumped in and he got a lot of insights and just some, some liberation from his money story. And then Olivia jumped in and wow, that girl is on fire right now. She wrote her her letter to money and she just got on fire. She told me, oh my gosh, Amy, I never thought about money like this. It's changing everything in my life. And she messaged me today and said that she had, what was it? She had the highest amount of clients and the highest amount paid in one day yesterday then she's been in, I think, a month or a couple of months. And just because she did that one assignment. So, Olivia, you're a rock star. I know you're watching the replay. So, today we are going to talk about relationships. And this is not exactly the easiest topic for me to talk about because it's not one of those things like, oh, just tell your spouse or partner or whoever you love just five compliments and everything will be okay. It's not going to be anything like that. We're going to get 
down and dirty and we're, we're going to get into some really maybe difficult things, but there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel. So I titled this one, what's wrong with me that I'm single or that I'm unfulfilled in my relationship. And if you know me well, or you get to know me, you will hear me quote this all the time. It's by Dr. Harville Hendricks and what he says is until you've done the healing of your childhood family dysfunction, you will continually recreate it in your adult life. So take that in for a minute. I'll say it again. Until you do the healing of your childhood family dysfunction, you will continually recreate it in your adult life. So that is a quote that completely opened up my eyes, made me realize how much our childhood really does play into our adult life and how it plays into our relationships. And so I had a client who called me and she said that she's having a ton of relationship problems. She has the best boyfriend in the world. He treats her so well, but she is such a bitch to him. So part of my language, that's what she said. She is such a bitch to him. And because of that, when we did the session, we realized that this is the way that she's been sabotaging the relationship because she let me know that her mom left when she was, I believe she was five or six years old and her mom left, told her she was going to go get a job and didn't come back till two years later with a new husband. So as a little girl, she bought into the belief that no one cares about me. My mom leaves me people are going to leave me. I'm destined to be alone. And that's not her truth, but that's what she had to buy into because how can you comprehend at the age of five or six years old that, oh, my mom just left me. The thing is, as little kids, if our parents do anything that make us feel bad, we make it our fault. So she made it her fault, like she did something wrong or something about her where she's not lovable enough, where people are just going to leave her. And so even though she's in this fabulous relationship with this man, she is sabotaging it and she knows she's doing it because it's almost like she, when we have that deep, deep belief about ourselves that we're not lovable, that we don't deserve to be loved, that we, um, we're just going to be single or we're just going to be depressed or alone, then we find we do different things to actually like make it like prove it to ourselves. So what she was doing in the relationship is she was creating drama to prove it to herself that people leave her. So it's just incredible the beliefs that we take on as as little kids and and we make it like we're not good enough like there's something wrong with us and there's never anything wrong with us it's just there's things that happen in our life that we can't control and it makes us feel like something is wrong with us so if you guys resonate at all or if you enjoyed this story let me know that this is something that you are learning from because 
that's what we do and it and it follows us into our adulthood and then we come to therapy and all these different workshops and things trying to figure out what's wrong with us in a relationship when we don't realize that well we had to create this when we were little kids another story i want to share with you is um a woman who was in a relationship. And this actually happened when I first, first, first was doing RTT. And uh, she saw me because she was having relationship issues. And she knew like he was such a great man and she really enjoyed him, but they were getting in some deep, deep arguments. And so she was about ready to just break up with him and be done with him. And so when she saw me for the relationship, when we did the RTT, so I do rapid transformational therapy, which helps you go back into your childhood where all of these limiting beliefs are created, helps you find the root cause of them so you can get the awareness that, oh, this isn't me, this isn't who I am, this isn't my identity. Instead, I had to create this belief to protect me for whatever reason, and then we can be empowered to change it. So we went back to a scene where her, I believe her mom, yeah, her mom was arguing with her dad and her dad left. And so that's what she was doing in her relationship and she didn't realize that she was following that pattern. She was following that pattern of, oh, this is what I saw my parents do. My mom argues when she's not feeling like she's getting enough love and then my dad leaves. And that's exactly what was happening in her relationship. And so when she realized, oh my gosh, I'm acting like my mom. This isn't who I am. This isn't what I want to be in a relationship. I hated watching. I was scared. I was a scared little girl watching my mom argue with my dad and being so um, verbally abusive. Then she changed and she called her, her boyfriend. I guess they were broken up, but she called him up and then they ended up moving in together and they're super happy now because she finally got that insight that, you know what, this was created in my childhood. Again, my favorite, favorite quote, until you do the healing of any family dysfunction, you will continually recreate it in your adult life. So if you are single or if you are in a relationship, how do you relate with this? What What's coming up for you that you're thinking, oh, wow, okay, this is my childhood playing out in my relationship, or this is my childhood telling me that I don't deserve to feel love, or I don't, I'm, I'm supposed to be alone, or no one's gonna love me for me. Ooh, that's the big one, right? I used to think that too, that, oh, if, if people really knew who I was, they wouldn't love me. Wow. That one, that one, like it still stings me a little bit, right? A lot of us think that we have to put on these masks and not be these people, the people that we are, because we think that people aren't going to love us and aren't going to accept us for us. And the thing is, is things, actually people like us more when we're who we are and we're vulnerable and we're open. I know for me... I um being a therapist for so long, I was, you never talk about your story, you never talk about yourself. But now that I've ventured into the coaching, you can, you can be really vulnerable. And I know that my business has grown because I've been sharing my stories too and my vulnerability and the things that scare me. And it's like, oh my gosh, like yesterday, 
in my Facebook group, I posted my money story and I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be the facilitator of this group and I have to like come out of hiding too, but it feels liberating and that's what brings people closer to you. So another thing too, and I know we're talking about like intimate relationships, but I had another client see me and she has some real, real wounds from her mom. And it wasn't with her husband that she was having the wounds, it was with her, her boss. So her boss was treating her exactly as her mom treated her. And as she was working with me and realized, oh my gosh, my mom is just, I'm, I'm the scapegoat for my mom. I'm the one that my mom just thinks I can do nothing wrong, but she always calls on me and always tells me how awful I am. And then she ended up getting a job with a boss that does the exact same thing. And as we worked together, she realized, I'm an adult. My mom doesn't have to treat me like this anymore. I don't have to be treated like this anymore. And as we worked together, she even started standing up to her boss and setting boundaries. And at first he didn't like it, but he knows that he needs her. So she had to really work through that. But that's the thing, because if we were, we're all wounded. We were all wounded in our childhood for whatever that means. And our parents did the best that they could, but for some reason we always just can't get our needs met. And so Whatever we are wounded with, if we don't do the work on it, then it shows up in our adult life. And it mostly shows up in our relationships. That's why we get triggered from each other. That's why we yell at each other. That's why we think that the person that we first met is the most amazing person in the world. And as you get to know them, then you see the things that you don't like because they are here. And here I go. I go a little bit woo, 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 do. They are here to, in a sense, re-wound us so we can learn our lessons because we weren't able to learn them as child as children because we weren't able to talk to our parents and tell them how we feel how we feel or felt in the moment and and what we want because it, it was scary and we didn't know how to do that and our brain wasn't undeveloping so now we attract these people in our life that rewound us so to speak so Oh, so I'm going to share with you guys my story of, of how I went from the technique that I used. So I, how I went from being single to no longer single anymore. And I was one of those girls and it's so funny because I always tell people this and it's hilarious, but like, you know, when you're young and you think that the opposite sex has cooties, well, that was never me. I um I wanted a boyfriend out of the womb. Like I was always my nickname growing up was boy crazy Amy. I was just I loved men or boys at the time and I just always wanted to be in a relationship. But I think because I was so needy and wanting it so badly that it never came, right? I mean, I had little relationships here and there, but nothing where I fell in love. And so I've been single for seven years. I was single for seven years. And, oh, Jeremy, I'm telling our story right now. Good, good timing. So I've been single for seven years. And I went to this incredible, incredible uh, seminar called Life on Fire. And that's by my mentor, Nick Unsworth, who's amazing. And he shared his story of how he found his, his wife by writing a declaration about her before she was even there. And so when I went to his, his seminar a year ago, I was like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. And so I wrote my declaration. And 
my declaration was you it's you write you write a letter to the person or just in general of how happy you are in that relationship. And so I wrote a letter about, I am the happiest I've ever been. I met the man in my dreams and I described everything about him and how he treated me and how we felt together and how we worked well together and how we moved in together. And we were just, I just wrote like this amazing, amazing letter. And if, if I find it, I'll post it in my Facebook group. You guys can, can look at it. And here's the thing, I wrote the letter and as you're writing it, you have to fill the emotion as you're writing it as if you have it. So I wrote that letter and I put all of my emotion into it and all of my love and faith and everything. And, and this was, um, I think, the first week in December of, I guess, two years ago now. So... After that, what I did, what Nick does is he would just read his letter every single day and just be in the emotions of it. And what I did is as I was driving to work, I would just say it out loud. So instead of like sitting in traffic and just being bored and listening to music, I would just do my declaration in the car and I talk about how amazing our relationship is and just do new things would show up every single day and I would just live in it. So I'd walk into work feeling incredible because I just had this amazing relationship happen in my head. So I said, oh, also the big thing, in my declaration, I said I was going to meet him before, what was it, April 1st. I said, I'm going to meet him before April 1st. And so in my declaration, I'm so happy and grateful that I met my boyfriend before April 1st. And so it's always in the future. And when... I met him, I actually matched with him on Tinder of all places. And it was March 18th or March 17th that we matched on Tinder. And here's the thing, women, you know, if you are, if you do online dating or just in general, if a man wants to meet you at midnight on a Saturday, what does that mean? I know all you women know what that means. And that's when we matched, we matched on March 18th on a Saturday night and we're texting back and forth and then he had some trips to go on and I had some busy schedule and we weren't going to be able to meet until two weeks unless we met that night. Midnight, Saturday night, and I'm not kidding you. Normally, I would say absolutely not. I would say hell no. No, I'm not going to meet you at midnight on a Saturday night. I know exactly what that means. But here's the thing. I'm not kidding you. Everything in my body made me stand up and jump up out of my seat and start like getting ready to go meet him. And my head is like, Amy, what the hell are you doing? This is not a good idea. And my gut and my heart and everything else was just telling me, no, go, go meet him. So I met him. We were going to go walk his dog. <laughs> and when I got to his house, I parked my car and I'm like, okay, Amy, you are just going to walk his dog. You're not going in his house. You're going to walk his dog and then you're going to get in your car and go home. Like that's what I told myself. Then he, when I got to his house, he opened the door and we hugged and said hi and his dog wasn't there. And I immediately said, where is your, where is your dog? Where is your dog? And then he got him. And so he actually had a dog. So he was legit. And we walked his dog. He listened to me. I've never had a man listen to me and like use the same words that I used and cared about me on a first date or just any date forever. And 
the fact that he was doing it, I'm like, who is this guy? And so anyways, that's my story. We've been together. Oh my gosh, he's watching right now. I'm going to get mad. I think it's 10 months, right, babe? 10 months? And oh, and before, the night before he matched with me on Tinder, he called his mom and told her, this is the year I'm going to meet my girl. The night before we met. So why I'm telling you guys this is because declarations work. Just like yesterday, I told you that woo-woo, writing letters works. Well, here's another one. Writing letters, like you already have the relationship that you want, works. So that's what I'm going to invite you to do. If you are single in the group, in the No More BS Beliefs group, I encourage you to write your declaration letter about the love, the love of your life and how amazing your relationship is and how happy you are. Don't forget the emotions. It's the most important part. So I am so happy and grateful that and then just have all the emotions just spew out of you and just feel like like it's already yours and, and you have to do this every single day. So you can either read your declaration every single day or you can just recite it in the car like I did, but you you have to believe that it's gonna happen. So if you are willing to post it in the Facebook group, the No More BS Beliefs, that would be amazing. The other thing, I know some of you are watching it that are in relationships and maybe unfulfilling relationships. And so this is where I'm gonna get real with you. A lot of times when we are in relationships and we think, oh, they did that or they did that, well, what's your part in it? What are you doing? What are you not saying? A lot of times when people like our intimate relationships or just people we care about are in our mind treating us wrong or whatever, are we really asking for what we want? Are we sharing our, our feelings about things or are we just blaming them? The thing is too is think about it. You attracted them in your life. There was something about them when you first met them that attracted you to them and then because like I said, when we don't do our when we don't do the healing of our wounds in our childhood, because most likely we can't because it's too scary to go to our parents and say, you shouldn't have treated me like that, unless we're teenagers and then we're just like rebels. But if you didn't do the healing of those wounds in your childhood, they're gonna show up in your relationships. And so I would ask you to look at, okay, how is he or she or my partner, how are they Rewounding me. What is the lesson in this? What what can I learn about how I've been showing up in this relationship instead of blaming that other person? And have I been really honest with who I am and what I want and asking for what I want and sharing who I am? That's what I, I would ask you to do. And it's it's the hard truth. But when we blame other people, we don't do any work inside. We just blame everyone else and play the victim. But it's like, no, nothing's going to change until you actually see, okay, I attracted this person. I'm supposed to be looking at this. What, what can I learn from it? And how can I show up differently in the relationship? Renee, it even works when you already have a relationship and struggling and want out. No, want out. Want it to be better. <laughs> I think you might want it to be better. It does work. Yes, Renee. Yes. So you can, once you get real about, okay, what's missing in the relationship how, how is that person maybe like my dad, maybe like my mom? How am I maybe like my dad or my mom or my caregivers, whoever uh, brought me up? Get honest with yourself, get real, and then 
write the relationship or write the declaration about how you want the relationship to be and be excited for that. Because here's the thing, if you are writing that letter and you're getting excited about that, it's going to show up with your relationship and your spouse or partner, whoever is going to notice and they're going to see the difference in you. Oh, you wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Renee. So if this resonates with you guys, if this makes sense, if you understand like, oh my gosh, I had no clue that my childhood was playing such a big role in my relationships. I know um, back when I was a therapist and I was doing group therapy, I either had people that loved what I had to share and they said, oh my gosh, Amy, I got so much insight from it. I didn't realize that I was bringing my wounds from my childhood into my relationship and then I had people that like hated it and they were like nope nope has nothing to do with my childhood this person did this and da, 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 and they just wouldn't wouldn't look at it so I know it could bring up some some different things for you but that's the thing our childhood has so much to do with our limiting beliefs and the way that we act as adults and so once we get real about it and we're honest about it then we can do something about it so in the Facebook group, what I'm going to be doing, because I want it to be a really, really safe group, is on day four, so there's an actual secret day four, is or part four, I guess, is I'm going to actually be taking you through a visualization, a meditation to actually take that one limiting belief that's just really been bothering you and to actually take that energy of it out of your body. And I'm gonna be walking you through it, but I'm only gonna be doing it in my Facebook Live because I wanna make sure it's a really safe place for everyone to do that because I'd love for you to share afterwards what, what you got from it and how you feel after getting that energy out of your body. Share this with anyone that you think needs some help around relationships or anyone that needs help around money. You can go share my post from yesterday. Shamika wrote, I found that I keep manifesting men that need to be taken care of. Ooh, yeah. With that, that's usually, well, I don't want to say usually, but with men that need to be taken care of, what does it say about you that you can't be taken care of? Did you have to take care of your parents? Did you have to give up your your like childhood fun to take care of people? And Because that could be why men are coming to you that want to be taken care of. So that's something we can talk about that more in the group too, Shamika. But thank you for sharing that. Tomorrow is a big one, big, 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 big one. So this whole year that I've been doing RTT and getting on the phone with people, the theme that keeps showing up is how people are feeling fearful of being bigger than they are. And they know that they deserve and they know that they can be bigger than they are but they're fearful for it. And so we're gonna talk about that tomorrow. We're, I'm gonna give you guys some tips and we're gonna talk about that fear of why, what's sabotaging us from being amazing, amazing people that come out of hiding. Why, why is that fear taking over? So I'm excited to share that with you guys tomorrow. So, and yeah, I'll see you in the group and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope that you were able to shatter some of those BS beliefs. Please share this podcast with anyone that you think it will resonate with, and leave me a comment 
or send me a voice message so I can have a Q&A with your questions. And if for some reason you still have those pesky BS beliefs, go to nobstherapy.com and send me a message. I love helping people get to the root cause of their BS beliefs so you no longer have to have them anymore. And you can go on being the empowering person with the amazing life that you were meant to have. See you next time.